Pelicans get trounced at home by the Dallas Mavericks. Let's break down what really went wrong for the Pels in this one and why they've got to make some changes. Please, please. Plus, is there another trade target that can maybe turn things around? What about a guy like, drumroll please, Kemba Walker from the Knicks? He's out of the rotation. Let's talk about it in the Thursday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans get run out at home by the tune of 139-107, down by as many as 38 to the Dallas Mavericks in this. Let's talk about this game. Let's talk about how things... At this point, after this performance, m- must change. There's there's no excuse not for this. We'll get into all of that and a little bit more. Because is Kemba Walker an option for New Orleans? Is he someone that can maybe turn things around for the Pelicans? We'll find out. All right, and thank you for making the Lockdown Pelicans podcast your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week for you all. No paywall or anything like that. And look, a lot of people aren't talking Pels right now. So if you want Pelicans Talk every single day, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Spotify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. So start now at shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase. All right, the Pels lose 139-107 to the Dallas Mavericks game where they were just flat out run out at home. This game was over in the first quarter. Over in the first quarter, when Dallas put up 41 points, the Pelicans scored just 23. New Orleans had nothing in this one. This was the worst performance we've seen from them this year. And it reminded me a lot of the game the other night between the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. The Kings up 12, then get blown out to the tune of like a 40-8 to run by the Lakers to close the game out in the third quarter. And after the game, Alvin Gentry just straight up apologized to Pelicans fans. Said, like, that was unacceptable. It's disappointing. You shouldn't have to deal with that. These players didn't try. And if they're not going to try, we're going to find other players that will. You know, I I hear that and I like it, right? Rather than chastising fans for leaving early or trying to kind of put on like a brave face of like, things are fine. We'll figure it out, right? It was just flat out. These guys weren't good. There's times when it's okay to throw players under the bus. That was a performance worthy of it. I think this one was kind of it too. Other than B.I., no one came to play offensively. Valanciunas tried, but the Dallas Mavericks had a pretty good game plan against him, doubling him basically any time he touched the ball. But at this point, he also only took four threes. 0 for 4 from there, but maybe he should just keep shooting because that was the cleanest looks that he got all night long. B.I. put up 29 points, but that was about it. You know, offensively, they didn't have anything, and they were going to need to score offensively because they let the Dallas Mavericks do whatever. Dallas in this one shot 68.7% from the field, 18 of 34 from deep. That is 59 or 52.9%. That's 68.7 is an all-time record for the Dallas Mavericks. That's the highest shooting percentage we've seen in a game since 1998. 
Process that one for a second. Do you want me to pause for dramatic effect? Since 1998. And it doesn't feel like this was an aberration for the Pelicans. They've been bad defensively for the past two years. But they did nothing in this one. Part of it was Luka was just on. After the Dallas Mavericks had a bad, bad defeat in their last game, they came out with a point to prove, and Luka put this team on his back and decided they weren't going to lose. He had 20 points, 10 assists at halftime. He finished on the night with 28 points, 14 assists, 3 rebounds. You know, this is a team that didn't even get to the line much. They were 7 of 9 because they just could not miss. But so many of those were the Pelicans just letting them run to the rim. No one guarding the backdoor cutter or anything like that and just giving up the easiest freaking looks you've ever seen to the Dallas Mavericks. That's not going to get it done. This team at some point has to have some pride in what they're doing. And I don't know why they came out so flat. There's no reason for it. Yeah, you didn't have Josh Hart in this one, right? Who's given you a lot. That toughness kind of raises the energy level to a certain degree from the team. He's a gritty rebounder. But it doesn't excuse being down 38 at home. After one of your best performances of the season in that road win over the Los Angeles Clippers. After you just, you know, two games before that, grabbed a road victory over the Utah Jazz. The hell happened to this team that we saw out there on the court? That just didn't care didn't try, didn't do anything coherent. B.I. Yeah, can score. Great. What about anyone else? I'm not even putting the blame on him on this one. It's literally anyone else needs to step up, right? This is a game where you have to have Nikhil go out and score. He was 5 of 13 from the field. He scored 12 points. It's not going to do it. Devontae Graham was a little bit better, but just 13 points from him. Garrett Temple played 21 minutes, and we're going to talk about Temple and Sadoransky in a second because we'll talk about them. We'll talk about them in a sec. The flames coming off of my face talking about them right now. 21 minutes, he scored seven points, right? Valanciunas had an off game, one of eight. You got to feed him more, even when they're doubling or spring him open or do anything because otherwise you're just going to get run out of the building. And they were in this one. Just no fight from the team, no pride. Yeah, the Pelicans should probably give you an apology, just like Alvin Gentry gave Kings fans an apology after that lackluster, basically just crap performance. And the Pelicans just laid that kind of egg in last night's game against the Dallas Mavericks, and it's so unbelievably disappointing to see. But it also feels like we've seen this before to a certain degree, right? They just... Yeah, let's talk about it coming up here next in, in the next segment of today's edition of Locked on Pelicans because I'm going to go off a little bit on a couple of things that we've seen from this team. Temple, Sadoransky, uh, if you're related to them, don't, don't listen to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Shopify. Cha-ching! It's another sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So startups, upstarts, established businesses alike can sell everything. Everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. So scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities and Shopify helps make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. 
I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. I used to work in finance and banking and I worked with a lot of small business customers. You got to pay out the nose for some of those treasury management tools. You don't need to do that with, uh, with Shopify. It's super easy and they make Everything simple and all on one platform. You don't need one thing to run credit cards. You don't need one thing for e-commerce. All in one place makes it easy to run your business and let you spend your time growing that business instead of just managing kind of your day-to-day. And Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to first scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and app, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And it allows you to gain insights as you grow through, through detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. You've always got to know your numbers, and Shopify is going to make sure that you can. So go to shopify.com slash MBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash MBA right now. Shopify.com slash MBA. Today's episode of Locked On, and, uh, Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Truebill. There's tons of business scams out there with just recurring purchases, things like that. You don't want to deal with that. You don't want to let greedy corporations pocket your money. So download Truebill today to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. But Truebill makes it incredibly easy. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And Truebill Concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to. No better, no worse feeling really than getting scammed, right? You feel dumb, they've taken your money, and then you've got to fight and deal with it just to try and recoup that. It's not worth it. Link your apps, do it all in one tap, and just make it easy for you with Truebill to save some money. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. could save you thousands a year, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week. No one else is coming to you like that. No one else is coming to you once a week talking Pelicans. You want Pelicans talk? It's got to be here. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast to never miss an episode. And it's game day for the Saints, so make sure you're checking out Locked on Saints as your second listen with host Ross Jackson breaking down everything black and gold. Right now, we're talking about the Pelicans' 139-107 loss to the Dallas Mavericks. Just a truly pitiful performance. They just did nothing, right? Like You should feel so frustrated watching this team, knowing what they're capable of, and then what what were they doing? Like I don't really have much of an answer to it because Josh Hart not being in there shouldn't have caused anything like this. Like That's not an excuse for it whatsoever, right? But then you start to look at this team, and when you're down 20, 30 points, and the team was down as many as 38, why are you doing the same things? Like, no, you know, you know it, it, there's there's the cliche of what, like, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Willie Green and the Pelicans did that last night, right? Willie Green's upset with this one, and he and I haven't gotten a chance to listen to the whole thing, but the quote that I'm seeing is, quote, we don't like what happened tonight on our home floor, and we've got to do something about it. Head coach Willie Green on how the Pels hope to respond Friday after the big loss in the Smoothie King Center last night. You did the same thing the whole freaking game, coach. Willie, 
You ran Garrett Temple out there for 21 minutes. You had him guarding Luka Doncic, even though Doncic put up 20 and 10 at halftime. And you didn't make a change. There were no adjustments from the Pelicans in the second half to try and turn this around. So if you don't like what happened with this, you need to point the finger at yourself first. You throw the players under the bus. They deserve it. But if you're not going to make any freaking changes in this one, you're going to get blown out. So if you don't like what happened, that's on you to a certain degree. You hear the frustration in my voice because when you were down as many as they were at half and you looked as bad as they did at halftime and you don't make one adjustment, you didn't earn your paycheck. There's no reason at all in a game where you lost, you were down by as many as 38, that Garrett Temple plays 21 minutes. Sadoransky plays 15 minutes, right? That's more, Thomas Sadoransky played more minutes than Kyra Lewis Jr. in this game when you lost by almost 40 points. I, I want to make some sort of witty quip here or something, but I don't have it, right? He just kept the same rotations, did the same things in this game. You're going to lose if that's the case. You had a guy, a first-round draft pick in Trey Murphy that didn't even play 20 minutes in this one. Garrett Temple played more than him. Why? Why in a game when you're down that many, even though Jackson Hayes is in the doghouse and on the bench and out of the rotation, only plays set the final seven minutes of the game when it's out of hand and the Dallas Mavericks have mailed it in? Same for Najee Marshall. Why is Jose Alvarado, who at least tries while he's out there, seven points, career high for him, by the way, not getting more minutes than Sadoransky, who gives you nothing. Sadoransky, who was too scared to shoot in this game, who doesn't give you assists. It's the same thing we saw. And they got blown out even more because of it. Like, there's no reason for this at this point. There's no reason Garrett Temple should be playing that many minutes. I don't think that if they benched Temple and Sadoransky that they would have won this game. But it couldn't have gone much worse. So what are you doing playing those two guys? Other than, and look, this isn't why they're doing it. Other than to justify the Lonzo Ball trade. Because that's what it's going to look like on the surface. Oh, in hindsight, does that look so bad right now? But why are you throwing Garrett Temple on, on that? Look, I get that Najee Marshall is bad. Three turnovers in seven minutes isn't good. Couldn't be much worse. What are you, you going to do? Lose by 50 instead of 40? Who cares at that point? You, If you want... I tell this to a lot of people, actually, right? Like when you're just doing the same thing over and over again. You want a different outcome. You've, you, know, you want things to change. You've got to do things differently. If you're sick of how things are, you've got to do things differently. And the Pelicans didn't. And there was no reason that they shouldn't have. Those guys should be out of the rotation against the Dallas Mavericks coming up. Or at least there should be a quick hook if they're not playing well. There's no point. They haven't been good at all this season. By any metric. I don't care if they're the veteran that you can rely on. What you're relying on is bad. I can show you the numbers from the NBA stats site or cleaningtheglass.com. They don't grade out well in like anything. Or anything that like matters that much in the one category or two that Sadoransky is okay at isn't enough to outweigh all of the bad that he has. And Garrett Temple has been subpar at everything. It's a couple of threes per game. That's great. He was three of six in this one. One of three from deep for two rebounds. Where, where's the rest of his stuff? Zero assists, two steals, two personal fouls, seven points, and a minus 17. No. Like there's no point when you're a six-win team 
to, to keep playing him at this point or this many minutes or have him have this prominent of a role in the rotation when there's some other options that can't be much worse than him. So that needs to change. That needs to change this coming Friday against the Dallas Mavericks on the road. And if he doesn't, I'm going to torch Willie Green on Monday. It's really that simple. I don't care if they have a good game. There's no reason they should be in there at this point. You want to have different results. You need to do things differently. The Pelicans didn't in the second half, even though they knew what was going to happen because of the way the game went in the first half. There was no reason to think in this game that the Dallas Mavericks were going to regress to the mean with the shooting because no one was defending well. And guess what? Dallas did best shooting game in the NBA since 1998. A just pitiful performance. So Willie Green saying that this is unacceptable. That's on you, coach, for not making the changes that you needed to do. This is probably the first time I am truly frustrated with Willie Green as the coach of this team because it is unacceptable at this point to keep playing some of the guys that he has in the rotation. And it's got to change this coming Friday. All right. I, I need to calm down for a second because you can hear it. My face is a little bit red here. The light doesn't help. So coming up. Let's make a trade for Kemba Walker. Let's do something different. Let's talk about that and why I think he actually could be a good fit coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march towards the playoffs, we're getting into college bowl season right after the championship game week. This is a great time for sports, and the NBA season is in full swing. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. That's right, free money when you use our promo code locked on over at betonline.ag whether it's basketball football nhl boxing ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts all right thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every single day yeah we are frustrated today but we're still talking about them and a lot of other people aren't doing that. So if you're a diehard Pelicans fan or you just want to know more about the team, we're your one-stop shop here at Locked On Pelicans. No paywall, free Pels Talk five days a week. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And it's a game day as the black and gold, the Saints take on the Dallas Cowboys in the Superdome. I will be there. I am excited. Taysom Hill is starting. That's kind of fun. Look, Saints made some changes, right? That's what we're saying the Pelicans need to absolutely do. So go check out Locked On Saints as your second listen. All right, I, I can't talk about that game from the other night anymore after, you know, basically the Pelicans doing nothing different and getting run out at home and look straight up deservedly so. They were that bad in that game. No changes made. They need to make some other changes. They need to change some of the roster a little bit. It, it's very clear. And in the show the other day, I talked about what it is they need. They need some guard help, ideally with three-point shooting too, but they need... Some sort of guard help because the guard play is not good. Nikhil is not putting it together. We probably need to talk more about him to some degree. But, you know, every time he strings together like two somewhat okay games, he then has a stinker like this. It's not turning a quarter corner. They need some guard help. You can't rely on Garrett Temple. You can't rely on Tomas Saransky. So is it Kemba time? Recently, we heard that the New York Knicks, according to Tom Thibodeau, took him out of the rotation, not bumped him from the starting lineup, but out of the rotation after starting the 
past 18 games. They put in Alec Burks, who then played really well against the Nets, going for 25 points, 24 points. I forget what it was. So Kemba's out. Would he make sense for the Pelicans? This is a guy that's more on the twilight of his career, but he's not super old. He's just 31 right now. He'll be 32 this season, and he's averaging a significantly low number of minutes for his career, and his efficiency has just kind of tanked as a score. 12 points per game, basically on 10 shots. But you know what? He's still a pretty good three-point shooter. He has enough ball handling to be able to pass the rock. Would he be a guy that makes sense? Is he someone that New York would just straight up give you almost for free? Could you trade a guy like Tomas Sedaransky or Garrett Temple and go kind of, you know, it's one of those trades of like trash for trash, but, you know, let's just put some new trash on the roster. You know, maybe with a couple of second round picks, would you include a lottery protected first in some capacity for Kemba Walker? I think things are starting to get desperate enough for the Pelicans that maybe it's not a bad idea to at least kind of kick the tires on it. It's also a named player, right? Like that's someone that would inject some enthusiasm, excitement into the Pelicans fan base, something that's probably waning and lacking a little bit right now. And so... I definitely think you kick the tires on it. The only issue that I could really see with this is Kemba's not going to want to come off the bench on a bad team. You know, yeah, he'd probably get a a strong allotment of minutes, but he probably wouldn't start. Maybe he would eventually. But would he accept being on a non-winning team, not in a big market, right? You know, he's a New York guy being there. I think he's really excited about to kind of be shipped off after just 18 games might be really disappointing to him. Are you in for an Eric Bledsoe redo kind of situation? And you really, really might be. But honestly, things are so bad for New Orleans with some of the guard play right now. It's probably worth the risk. There's no easy way to fix this. There's no one you can really sign on the waiver wire or anything like that who's a free agent right now to go out and get So it probably is going to be a trade like this. It wouldn't cost much. It's very easily doable, I think. Would it be worth kicking the tires on something like that, even if you know it might blow up in your face? But again, if it does, whatever. Give those minutes that you would have given Sadoransky, who you've hypothetically shipped out in this, to just anyone else. And I think that's something that you could do. So I would really seriously start thinking about Garrett Temple right now if you're the New Orleans Pelicans. Supposedly a couple teams have already called them about it. The Knicks about it, yeah, I I hope that's the Pelicans because, look, this game was bad and they've got to make some changes. But we'll see if it gets any better. Let's talk about Nikhil Alexander-Walker in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And don't forget, Locked on Bets, your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, giving you picks every single day, and they are on a heater right now. So subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.